Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right. Now enjoy the show. Lost Tapes. Uh, I've seen Moose sit down and stand up before, like when they're hanging out yeah. watching their kids. Because uh, that's the only time you really need to be afraid of Moose, is if it's a... Okay, this is just my experience, listeners. Do not take anything I say as like Moose safety advice. They'll probably just kill you. Um, but uh, usually the only time you have to be afraid of Moose is if they've got their kids like hanging out. Yeah. Because um, if you get between them, like if you oh, break that line of sight... Up a little bit. If they break that line of sight, they'll, yeah. just, they'll just fuck you up. Um 
but usually they'll just ignore you. I got, yeah. Okay, I got two moose running stories. Um, most of them are pretty boring. Yeah. Like I was walking home from school through four feet of snow in the middle of the night. Uh, and Why? like I see him. What? Why in the middle of the night? Oh, well, because the middle of the night means like 9 p.m. Oh. Like it's pitch black outside. <laughs> um, you know, effectively middle of the night. Although I have had to walk home a few times in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, juggling cars is a thing out there because we lived pretty far out and we only had so many cars. Yeah. And I'd like, like I said, like three. Oh, I didn't think I said it on podcast. I have like three sisters, a stepsister, four stepbrothers. It's a mess. But sometimes <laughs> didn't get a car. Sometimes the buses are down because they crashed yeah. or they're just not there for no reason whatsoever. So you're walking home and there's just a moose in your way and you have to wait or you have to walk around and find some other route through the fucking woods or something because yeah. there's only one path. And it, mm. Anyway, those are pretty boring because you, know, you just see a moose and you don't go to it. Yeah. Um, for, for a while when I was in college, I lived in a dry cabin. So it's just, uh, it's just me and the cabin and an s- electric space heater. And I was living out by behind a big house, and I had this whole arrangement where I could, you know, go and use the main house whenever I wanted, but it wasn't connected. Yeah. Is the thing. So I had to go and use the bathroom about three in the morning. I wake up, I have to pee. So I'm like, all right, fuck. It's like forty below out. It's pitch black. I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, but you know, to hell with it. I don't want to put on my my coat, my all my winter gear. I'm just gonna throw on my shoes, and I'm just gonna make a break for it. I'm just going to run into the house, finish as quickly as possible, come on back, get back to sleep. I got class in the morning. I don't want to do this. So um, it's also fucking dark outside. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find my flashlight. I didn't think to use my phone. I'm just, you know, I'm groggy. I want to make this happen. So I just go out and I know the route. It's about two feet of snow on either end, but then there's my footpath. So I'm just like, I'm just going to break from my footpath and, and go down as fast as possible. So I just start running. And I'm cold. I'm wearing, like, my pajamas. Mm. Um, halfway through my path, I'm barely starting to get my vision out. You know, it's starting yeah. to adjust. And I crash into something, just rock solid, and I fall on my ass and slide back down, like, the, the yeah. compact snow. It's basically ice yeah. at this point. I don't know what the fuck I just hit. Didn't really hurt. It was kind of soft. I look up, and there's just this, this mass, like, silhouetted in front of the stars. And it's just a fucking moose just sitting there right on the path. I just crashed into this guy. And he was just perfectly perpendicular to the path. And I just whacked right into him. And he just turns his head over to me like he, like he just, I don't know, had like a tiny squirrel like bump into him or something. Yeah. So I just fucking get up and run back to my cab and lock the door and pee out the window. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my first thought. I was like, is it too cold? Would the cold freeze your penis? Um, like if I left it out in the wind for a while, yeah. It's not enough to uh, freeze your pee stream on the way down. See? That's the thing. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's... All this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. 
Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, Let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair, and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers advertisers, know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And, uh... You'll get started, you'll make your podcast, you'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans, dudes, womans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. This episode is brought to you by... Ordered Chaos Comedy Club. It's a uh, improv company, mostly online on Twitch, Ordered Chaos, and on Facebook. That's O R D E R E D C H A O S. Obviously, there's a space in between those. My good friend, uh, is uh, 
in the troop, and his name's Brandon Caraco. They do a um, every uh, second Thursday or something like that. Check out the page. I'll read you the, the description. Ordered chaos provides an energy similar to the current world, weird circumstances, odd timing, and playful characters genuinely trying their best to get by. Dedicated to being affected, these trashy thespians are happy to find the laughter within the mess. Check them out at Ordered Chaos on Facebook and Twitch. And uh, they seem to be pretty popular, you know. About uh, 3.4 thousand, apparently. It's pretty nice. And he's a good friend of mine. He's very funny. I don't know uh, some of the other members, but, you know, anything Brandon does, I'm a fan. It's one of my favorite comics to watch. So check him out. Check out the Twitch at Ordered Chaos. And uh, check him out on Facebook. They do Facebook Lives. Anyway. Back to the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. It kind of feels like I'm dying on the inside. It kind of feels like I've been trying to get by, and I've been this way since day one I don't need no medication, no, I don't need no drugs Or maybe I'm different, and maybe my ADHD got me tripping And maybe I'm just everything that you miss me, yeah I feel like I'm would that be all right we're on we're on all right hello 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 you have a friend i do i've got two friends i've got two very expectant dogs that want me to toss some balls and i'm not gonna do it oh, go ahead and introduce yourself hello Doctor. i am ryan uh one of mike's actor buddies yeah. thank you for having me on oh of course to this uh what's it called now it's not comicologist anymore is it no well, the comicologists exist, but it's, uh, it's like, comic books and oh, stuff. It's McCowan Rules of the Comicologist Channel or something. Just McCowan Rules, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. So, um, all right. No, I'm not going to throw this. You just can stare at it for all the time you like. That's the thing I like about dogs. They don't understand any kind of cause-to-effect relationship. Yeah. Like, they, they demand the effect, but utterly reject the cause. Like, take, uh, take this ball from me. I want you to have it. But under no circumstances will I allow you to have it. The border collie, too. He, if you leave bread on the counter, he'll eat the whole loaf of bread. I don't know why. He just likes bread, it sounds. He doesn't like wheat bread. Maybe he's just eating it to protect you from it. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, can't let, uh, can't let my master know that this has entered his home. <laughs> Dude, he... Uh, Better get rid of it. De- deconstructing dog motivation, I feel like, could be a whole podcast in and of itself. I like... I like thinking who would voice your dog. Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah. Or just pets in general. I, yeah. I feel like uh, James Earl Jones would be like a cute little hamster. Yeah. Yeah. You know? James Earl Jones. I woke up one morning and I decided I would run around on my little wheel. 
you know? Or Keith David. Keith David would be another like cute little fuzzy creature. I don't know. Maybe a gerbil. My buddy once had a gerbil. Um, was it? Was it a gerbil or a, oh, fuck? What was it? It was one of those little fuzzy animals that people keep. I picture him, uh, Sport, the um, Australian cattle dog. Sport. His name's actually Sport. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. It looks like a sport. I picture him the um, the voice of what's his name Rothenberg Rosenberg from um, Toy Story and Cheers. From Toy Story, who uh, who in Toy Story? Oh, Woody! Ah, don't mind him. He's just a little baby, little cry baby. What? Uh, what I'm what a little toy? Porky Pig. Oh, the little the, big bank. The, that guy who was in. I was every... the truck driver in all the Pixar movies. Yeah, he was also. Uh, I think uh, he was someone in Bugs Life. Yeah, he he died. He was like so many people in Pixar movies. Yeah. The the pig. You're talking about the he, pig, right? Yeah. The, the pig he's, bank. Yeah. He's yeah, in every, him. yeah. He was in Cheers originally. But okay. He's like okay, voices yeah, every single Pixar thing. Yeah. I could see that <laughs> voice for, for the dog. Um, he also doesn't like his feet touch too. If you walk up to him and you squeeze his feet, he'll walk away from you. You know, the only, uh, the only animal you can't really like apply this thought experiment to is, uh, is parrots. Cause they already got their own, you know, kind of human thing. voices. Mimic you though. You know, like they, they already got like a, like an accent, you know, I would love a parrot, but I can't have a mer- parrot because I have asshole friends. Oh yeah. That, I mean, you got to just kind of keep it in isolation for a while. Like just, just Brandon would teach you. it racist puns. My, uh, my dad actually had that exact problem. He got a secondhand parrot. <laughs> um, I'm from Alaska and I've had a lot of really weird animal experiences. Um, because uh, my dad's a nut and he gets strange stuff. Uh, I've had like snakes and all all sorts of junk. But anyway, there was a parrot. Uh, yeah. He got it secondhand, which is the last way you ever want to have a parrot because you can't teach it anything fun and it comes pre-installed with all sorts of fun phrases and horrible things it'll tell you. Um, this parrot had a real attitude too. So we, we got him. His name was Max. Um, we uh, we ran a dive shop and he he lived there because yeah. you know it's a it's a customer draw to have a parrot in your store apparently. Yeah. Um, and uh, this parrot was was uh, the one fun thing he said. If you prompted him, if you started going like na 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 na, go na 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 na, Batman, which was just great. That was the best thing. That would be my best friend's dream parrot. Yeah, no, it was great. It was like it was like dream come true. We got the Batman parrot. Like that's just wonderful. Problem is though, he was kind of an asshole, and he loved women though. Like whenever my mom was in the store or yeah. any other any other woman, he would uh, prip and preen. He'd fluff his feathers <laughs> up. He'd start strutting back and forth and go, "Pretty bird, pretty bird, yeah. I love you." Um, he, he was a total flirt. He hated me. He hated my dad. He hated men. He'd bite our fingers. He'd he'd you know scoff and flip his head back and forth. Yeah. He'd go one time, "Prick!" When my dad tried to get him out of his cage, <laughs> was like, that's awesome. Like a, a nightmare little womanizer bird. See, if I had a bird, um, I feel like. If I left him alone at all, going on the road or anything like that, I feel like mm-hmm. my friend who would watch him, I'd come home, just, ah, you're a goblin. Ah, go kill yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, 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 there's a bit of a, a racial precedent there between, like, I don't know, birds and goblins. Like, he's just right? watched The Hobbit one too many times. It's like, ah, the eagles had the right idea, right? Kill them all. Kill them all. I mean, Stop I'm, buying your toenails. <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just uh, reveal that you've got a little bird on your shoulder, dressed like a goblin. First parrot. Uh, that's Travis told that to our former director when he was AD. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, 
there was a pirate role and it came up. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, a he goes, about the pirate show. Uh, if you give me this, I will find. She's like, you can't do this. You don't have a parrot. It doesn't make sense. And he goes, I'll find a pirates pirate. don't need parrots. But if that's your, if that's your like your Criteria? thing. Yeah, I will find a parrot. And she goes, it has to be a pirate parrot. And he goes, like a rainbow. Yeah, it'll be a parrot. It'll be okay. a huge macaw. Like a and parrot, I'll find parrot. It not, for not, not like something cheap. Like you bring like a chickadee dressed as a parrot or a, yeah. or a cockatoo and you're like, and said, I spray painted it. He sent her a picture with it, all in costume and everything. Oh she God. goes, no. He's like, you are, you are mean. <laughs> Damn. Okay, you, you send the picture back. It's the exact same picture, but now the, pirate's wearing a, the parrot is wearing an eye patch. Okay, that, now I'm legitimately wondering, can you put an eye patch on a parrot? Maybe. You've got to get a custom one, I imagine. Like, you wouldn't want to hurt the guy. Yeah. And their eyes kind of pop out of their heads a little bit. Yeah. There's got to be a way for it, though. Like, That'd be amazing. There needs to be eye patches for parrots. Oh, you know what? That's, that's, I want like, to put an eye patch on him. That's how we Feel get Pete on make your him ass. Look tough. <laughs> She's like, I really can just you, wanted to be authentic. Can you teach uh, ravens to, to talk? Ravens? I feel like that'd be waste. I don't here. think you can teach. No, ravens and crows are smart as shit, though. Like the thing I love about them is, you know, <laughs> parrots. Parrots are fun, and they're, they they can be kind of prissy, yeah. and they can be they can be kind of I don't know. They, they can just be riled up, and you know, be, all birds can be assholes. Yeah. I mean, come on, they've got the, the the dinosaur blood in them. Yeah. Um, ravens and crows, though. The thing I love about um, not so much crows. Crows are mostly just stupid and hungry. Ravens, though, my favorite thing about them is they understand the concept of revenge. Yeah, and they will see like if you wrong a raven, <laughs> they will fucking find you. <laughs> That's true. Like if you like, you know, throw stuff at them while they're eating garbage, and like we got ravens and crows everywhere uh, in in Fairbanks. Like it's like the main kind of bird you'll see. Yeah, that's what much. my cousin said in uh, Anchorage. She said that <clears throat> Alaska desensitized her of the specialness of eagles. Oh, re- really? Yeah, because like you do see them around, like they're they're decently common, but I don't know when you see them, it's still kind of fun. It definitely desensitizes you to the specialness or, or anything moose. of moose. Yeah, moose are <laughs> okay. My God, I've got. I, I definitely saw about three moose on average every yeah. week, easily, easily for for twenty years. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking moose. I want to fact check something with you, my girl. Go for I, it. I, uh, my ex girlfriend. Okay. She said uh, she um, got her truck got hit by a running grizzly bear. Uh, that's never happened to me, but uh, I've definitely had run-ins. Adrenaline high, and uh, it's you can try to replicate it by doing other things, but it's not because it's it's something that godlike to have control of a whole room of people. To have control of 200 people is like hypnotizing. You were pretty much a hypnotist up there. And so, I mean, people do that with all aspects of life. Politics, you know, in the workplace, being the boss of things. Let power get to your head. I know a lot of people whose power is just all up in the head. But let's not lie to ourselves, all right? Do you really want to take down the statues because you really are ashamed and appalled about history? Or do you want to take down the statues because it kind of paints your party in a bad light? Because if the Republicans, who are considered alt-right and weird now, 
you know, in 2020, they were actually the people fighting to free slavery. The Democrats were fighting to, you know, keep slavery a thing because they liked fighting. They liked putting the Mandingos against each other. And which is, you know, that's also fascinating, too. Because they were breeding other human beings to be stronger and better fighters. And yet they're these wimpy little old white guys. Like, they didn't fear at all that those slave fighters would take retaliation? I mean, really? I mean, it's always surprising to me. Because they could just crush any one of their like slave owners but they they just allowed them to be used themselves to be used but now we're woke you guys now we want those statues taken down because they paint our past mistakes in a very bad light meaning the truth and that's never good for anybody you know Let's take out Columbus out of the history books and let's take out the Civil War too. We're just going to say Abraham Lincoln was a cool president because he fought for the slaves. We're not going to say that he was a Republican and the other side were Democrats. We're not going to say any of that. Let's just remove all the shit and just erase it from the history timeline. Because that seems the smart play, right? Anyway, that's why it's called an unpopular thought. Because it's unpopular but factual, you know? You've been listening to Easily Irritated, the comedy podcast with stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends. Like, subscribe, and review the show. And follow Mike McCowan on all social media at Mike McCowan Comic. On Instagram at Mike McCowan on Facebook. Anyway, you know what? I can talk for a few momentos. You know? Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily 